is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves just by dialing in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Head on over and get interactive over at freetalklive.com. In fact, the main feature of the site is created by listeners just like you. You go and submit things that you find online you think are pretty interesting, you think our listeners would enjoy. You submit it to the website, and they show up in our upcoming Stories queue page, and then other listeners get to go and vote on whether they like or dislike the different uh, items there, and the most liked will make it up to the front page of the website. So head over there, get interactive, freetalklive.com. In fact, what we're going to start out here uh, with tonight I did find over on uh, said website, freetalklive.com, the story is from fastcompany.com. Now, Fast Company, as I understand it, is a website that's kind of about up-and-coming uh, companies that are producing you know, neat products and things like that. And uh, I'm sure the, the, the product here is very, very technological and very brilliant. However, the application is the concern. And I'm talking about iris scanners. Yeah, you've seen them in the movies. But they could be coming to a city near you, not too far off in the future. So, I, I, yeah, I thought this was this was already happening. The iris scanners? Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's the uh, retina scan. Retina scan. That's what I'm talking. I think iris retina. I guess there's a difference between the two. But yeah, uh, yeah. Eye, eye scanning devices. Where have you uh, heard that these are being employed? I just heard that they they had them and that they were kind of not that great for your vision. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard about the. Uh, of the course, technology gets better. Sure, sure. And I, and I haven't heard about the consequences yet. I don't know, honestly don't know much about it, but I haven't heard any um, I, I haven't heard of any plans to implement them in any significant fashion yet. And that's what we're going to be talking about here. Uh, Fastcompany.com reporting that we've all seen an obsessively referenced minority report. Steven Spielberg's adaptation of Philip K. Dick's dystopian future where the public is tracked everywhere they go. From shopping malls to work to mass transit to the privacy of their own homes. The technology is here I've seen it myself, and it's seen me too, and scanned my irises. Biometrics R&D firm Global Rainmakers Incorporated, GRI, announced today that it's rolling out its iris scanning technology to create what it calls the most secure city in the world. Oh, good. Security. I love that. Um, it, it makes me want to go for that, uh, that Benjamin Franklin quote that says that uh, he would, who would trade essential liberty for fleeting security will get neither and deserves neither. Yep. In partnership with Leon, one of the largest cities in Mexico with a population of more than a million people, GRI will fill the city with eye scanners. That will help law enforcement revolutionize the way we live, not to mention marketers. In the future, whether it's entering your home, opening your car, entering your workspace, getting a pharmacy prescription refilled, or having your medical records pulled up, everything will come off that unique key that is your iris, according to the CEO of GDI, which or GRI rather, Jeff Carter. Before coming to GRI, Carter headed to headed a think tank partnership between Bank of America, Harvard, and MIT. He says that every person, place, and thing on this planet will be connected to the iris system within the next 10 years. I'm sure he would like that, considering he owns it. Sure, sure. Now, does that, does that statement excite you? Or does that statement frighten you? How do you feel about the idea that everywhere you go, 
you will be scanned. Your eyeballs will be scanned by some sort of device in order to to grant you access to various different things. Well, I like the idea of convenience. Um, I like the idea of, for instance, on my doorknob, um, I have a code rather than a key. I don't want to carry Mm -hmm. around a key. I don't want to lose a key. I don't want to lock a key in the house. Um, I can't lock my code in the house. There can always be a battery issue, but whatever. Um, You know, I I can hide the key really well someplace else and I, I can go get it and come back. But um, I like the idea of convenience. What bothers me is, you know, will the company collect the data? What will they do with the data? Will the government collect the data? What will they do with the data? Because the government is notorious for collecting data. They love data. And they lose it all the time. And they have no culpability for the loss of it. There was a laptop. I, I don't know. It's probably it's probably been close to a year now that we've um, since we read the story. But there was a laptop with – was it <laughs> – 25 million names on it and and social security numbers and all kinds of identification mm-hmm. identif- uh, identification information about citizens i think it was through the va and the laptop was lost where the where'd the data go nobody knows he and says who's held responsible nobody in the government i mean that's that's what it means to work for the government to never have to say you're sorry when these residents catch a train or bus, take out money from an ATM, they will scan their irises rather than swiping a metro or bank card. Police officers will monitor these scans and track the movements of watch-listed individuals. Fraud, which is a $50 billion problem, will be completely eradicated, says uh-huh. Carter. Yeah, they're going to fle- completely eradicate fraud. Not even the dead eyeballs seen in Minority Report could trick the system, he says. If you've been convicted of a crime, in essence, this will act as a digital scarlet letter. If you're a known shoplifter, for example, you won't be able to go into a store without being flagged. For others, boarding a plane will be impossible. GRA scanning. Now, now how about that? I mean, <laughs> exactly what are the criteria going to be that makes it impossible to get on the plane? Who's going to make that decision? And uh, you know, your your data is only as good as the 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 organization that's managing it, right? The government currently, with all of its money and all of its computers, currently manages the no fly list and the uh, the terrorist watch list, and. People get flagged all the time that have nothing to do with uh, with with these with any kind of nefarious organization, and they don't get to fly. How many of us aren't going to be able to fly, and why? You know, I like the idea of getting rid of fraud. I, I think that's a fine goal to uh, to work toward accomplishing. But I don't like the idea of having this kind of Orwellian police state as the solution. I, I don't like the and, and I, I realize that just having eye scanning devices isn't, isn't necessarily a police state thing, but Certainly when the government gets their hands on uh, technology like this, it will be used to control people. And and I just – that bugs me. It, it bugs me a lot. Uh, GRI scanning devices are currently shipping to the city. So this is happening as we speak, where integration will begin with law enforcement facilities, security checkpoints, police stations, and detention areas. The first phase will cost less than $5 million. Phase two, which will roll out in the next three years, will focus more on commercial enterprises, presumably like banks. Scanners will be placed in mass transit, medical centers, and banks, among other public and private locations. The devices range from large-scale scanners like the H-Box, uh, which can snap up to 50 people per minute in motion. So when you first hear about an eye scanner, you think that you're going to have to like bend over and lean into some sort of scanny yes. device. There'll be a laser thing that tracks across your eye. It'll yeah. be nice and slow. Like you, like you see in the movies. No, no, they've got this. Uh, it's, it, the way that the picture looks, essentially, you've seen the uh, the metal detectors where you know you, you, you basically walk underneath this structure, right? And you know, okay, the, the metal detectors are designed for one person at a time, but they're going to have something similar where you'd just be able to walk underneath this H box, and it's going to be able to scan 
scan your iris as you're walking through it. I mean, that's really tremendous as far as its capability and its and what it can do. I mean, I'm amazed. Yeah, I'm blown I mean, away by that. So, um, you know, how's this going to be? America is the, um, you know, in, in this country, we incarcerate more people than many of the other Western nations combined, uh, more than any other Western uh, nation, more than any nation in the world, as a matter of fact. And um, so if they're going to they're going to say they're going to flag people for convictions and things like that, what are they going to do when they have, you know, I mean, that's a significant portion of the population that is either on probation, parole, at some point released from prison, mm-hmm. um, has some kind of conviction on their record, whether it's misdemeanor or felony. Exactly what are they going to do to these people? How are they going to hassle them? They're going to put a cop on and tag them and when they go into malls? I mean, what, what's it going to be like? I, I don't know, man. The, uh, there are all the also smaller scanners like the iSwipe and the Mini, which can capture the irises of between 15 to 30 people per minute. I tested these devices at their facilities in New York City last week. This is the author for Fast Company. It took less than a second for my irises to be scanned and registered in the company's database. Every time I went through the scanners after that, even when running through, my eyes were scanned and identified correctly. Welcome, Austin, the robotic voice chimes. 800-259-9231. How do you feel? about a future in which your eyes are constantly being scanned for various different purposes to allow you in and out of certain places where the government has this information and who knows what they'll do with it, what sort of restrictions could be placed upon you based on a variety of different factors. 800-259-9231. This future is now. These devices exist. 800-259-9231. Or bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. In the decades to come... Hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is available now for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. And tonight, it's Ian and Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got our Shrine of Female listeners there with the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. If you are one of our lady listeners, you can uh, get on the Shrine by getting the details there at shrine.freetalklive.com. You know, when you listen to talk radio, you're going to hear a lot of gold ads out there. And uh, when I was looking to sort of get my first bit of gold, I found it very confusing. I called a couple of companies. They they wanted to sell me these numismatic collector coins and I, I wasn't able to compare apples to apples didn't have any idea whether it was making a good investment or not um, I know that it's important to you know buy at the right price so that you, when you sell that you actually make some money um, so if you're looking for gold or even silver uh, as a hedge against inflation investment barter currency you're concerned about the dollar being devalued whatever it is before you make a purchase in gold or silver go to gold.freetalklive.com I have picked out some coins there that that are intended to get gold and silver into your hands. Not collector's pieces or anything like that, just coins that will get, uh, you know, get the gold in your hands. And, 
You can go there to gold.freetalklive.com. Check out the pieces that we have there. You can uh, they're they're common. You can check them with any other place and see what they're selling them at. I think you will find that these are some of the best rates on gold and silver coins on the internet in um, so many places. Without you having to, you know, go on eBay and scour and, and work and do all that stuff. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right. So we're going to go right into your phone call. Started out by talking about this Orwellian freaky new system that is, uh, is really here now. Uh, the technology is here to scan people's irises. And it can be done very fast. You don't have to be leaning into any sort of a scanner. You just walk underneath this device, basically, and you can run through it. And it is going to be able to identify who you are. And they're ta- they're talking, the company that is doing this is uh, talking about installing them all in uh, as a test case in the city of Leon, Mexico. And uh, the government, of course, will be getting them first. And then they're planning on expanding them out beyond that. I'm just wondering how you feel about that. I mean, I, I think on one hand, I, I understand where they're coming from, the idea of getting rid of fraud. But when the government gets their hands on technology like this, it is inevitably going to be used to control people. And that kind of freaks me out. But curious about how you feel. Of course, you're also welcome to bring up anything. Let's start with James in Tallahassee, listening to WFLA-FM. Hello, James. Hello there. How are you? First hey, of all, I wanted to say I appreciate your show. Thanks, James. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I think that privacy is a little bit um, overrated. And um, as far as it comes to safety and uh, law enforcement, I think that, you know, everyone should be able to donate their DNA upon birth or anything. We should be able to, you know, figure out who did what, when, and I don't have anything to hide, and I don't think anybody that has anything to hide oh. should be afraid of. It's not about I what you've got to can. hide, James. That's not what that's not that's not what the, the what you're suggesting is that law enforcement um, on local, state, and federal levels are efficient organizations that don't make mistakes. Well, and I didn't. It's not true. That. It's not even close <laughs> to true. They lose your information well, worked, all the time. Worked. Wait, wait, James. They lose your information all the time. Um, some of the individuals in there will sell the information. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be working for uh, organized crime, and they'll get the information. All kinds of things these guys can do but with wait this wait a minute. Stuff. Sometimes you do have something to hide because they're prohibiting all kinds of things. Now, just because, James, you may believe that you're all law-abiding right now, which I don't believe about anybody personally, but just because you believe that may be true doesn't mean that tomorrow they're not going to outlaw something that you like to do or they're going to outlaw something a product or service that you like to uh, to utilize uh, so just because you may not have something to hide today doesn't mean you won't have something to hide tomorrow well that could be true and i didn't say that law enforcement is, is completely above board i mean i've worked in law enforcement i worked with the coast guard and uh i know that everything can be everything can be bettered and i also don't think that law enforcement is out there to get you uh, oh, yeah, they're I, out I there don't... to get me. <laughs> Law enforcement's <laughs> out there to get you, dude. That's what their job is. Their job is to find people and put them into cold cells. Yeah, yeah well, I don't think you're out there out to get you, man. I think you're doing a great job on the radio. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I haven't gotten shut down yet. Uh, no, no, they're not to get. Sure. They're not out to get me for talking on the radio. However, that might be the reason that they choose to go after me, say on some kind of, you know, one of their ludicrous tax things. Uh, I mean, who can who can possibly uh, swear at the bottom of their tax form that they've filled that thing out correctly and all the information is true? I mean, I don't know how anybody can honestly swear that. But yeah, you know, I, I think that I think that I've uh, there's lots of instances where the government's gone after people that uh, you know they disagree with. The, the government people have arrested millions of people. Mark, you mentioned. 
mentioned just a moment ago that the United States has the most incarcerated of all of the the countries in the on the planet, basically, right? I mean, it's incarcer people are being incarcerated. Unless you consider, say, like uh, North Korea, where everybody is essentially is in prison. In, in prison. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they're arresting people for everything from smoking pot to uh, to not putting the recycling bins out front. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they are out to get you, and every single moment, every single week, they're passing new regulations and new restrictions and new taxes and new controls on your life. And so the more... Well, they, Go ahead. No, no, I'm saying they, they absolutely are. And I, and I don't think that uh, incarceration is a, a solution to the problem. I mean, we, we've, got, we've got a justice system that, that, that doesn't work, you know, and... Um, oh, I know. But what's... And, and, the, and, the, and the bottom line is, is like, where are we going to come up with this money to be able to pay for a retina scan for every single American? I, I mean, it's just... It's, it's a good. Not it's a good question, but James, what I want to point out to you is that government doesn't have any other tricks except incarceration. That's their trick. Their trick is incarceration, the threat of incarceration, or, or ex- killing you. Ex- executing you because you don't want to be incarcerated. Like that is what the government's got. If they give you a fine and you don't pay the fine, what do they do with you? They throw you in. They incarcerate you. <laughs> if if they give you a treatment program and you don't go to the treatment program, they incarcerate you. That's all the right, government's but, got. They're a one-trick pony. Well, I could make an argument, though, that if we were to make voluntary DNA, uh, some sort of voluntary DNA bank, that a lot of criminals could get off for the crimes that they did not commit. Innocent people could be, you know... Um, not incarcerated, and the same could be said for eye retina scans for whatever the, their use is. I, I'm not sure, but um, voluntary DNA bank uh, could solve um, a lot of um, crimes that go unsolved. So well, I mean, there's if there's, a, there's two if sides a murderer's to story. I, I don't I don't know if a murderer's DNA is on 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 the site of a crime, then um, you know it it makes him look very guilty. He, his DNA, he's still going to have it on death row, so he'll be able to provide that DNA and then uh, be able to say, hey, look, my DNA wasn't found um, at the crime scene. So I don't know that this voluntary DNA uh, bank that you're talking about, I'm not giving the government my DNA right. um, I, I, of my child. That's that's for sure. No, no, I, I, They've already got my DNA. <laughs> James, any other thoughts you want to share? Uh, you guys have a great night. Thanks Thank you, for brother. the call. I appreciate it. At 800-259-9231. A little bit more from the story here at FastCompany.com about this uh, these iris scanners. For such a Big Brother-esque system, why would any law-abiding resident ever volunteer to scan their irises into a public database and sacrifice their privacy? Well, the company hopes that the immediate value the system creates will alleviate any concern. The uh, CEO says there's a lot of convenience to this. You'll have nothing to carry except your eyes. Uh, He said that consumers will no longer be carted at bars and liquor stores. And he has a warning for those thinking of opting out. He says when you get masses of people opting in, opting out doesn't help. Opting out actually puts more of a flag on you than just being part of the system. He's basically saying it'll be easiest to just go along to get along. And that's how we've gotten to where we are, which is a growing police state. More coming up. Free Talk Live. You take control. American patriots, would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson, Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org.
This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. The live Saturday edition tonight, Ian here. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there, including our news updates. You want to find out what the latest is about Free Talk Live? Go to news.freetalklive.com, get signed up to receive our emailed updates, or follow our Twitter profile or Facebook. Uh, Whichever one works best for you, sign up or sign up for more than one. That's all free over at news.freetalklive.com. Are you tired of reading about loss of liberty? Now for the first time, a novel showing how liberty can realistically triumph. Progress by Charles Stample. Order a copy from uh, Amazon or for a free PDF of part one, write progressanovel at gmail.com. Progressanovel at gmail.com and experience a uh, libertarian revolution. I read this book. It is awesome um, in the way it explains succinctly the ideas of liberty and the way that you can uh, transfer them to other people. Progress a novel at gmail.com. All right, 800-259-9231. The eye scanners that you've seen in the movies, well, they're a little uh, a little silly in comparison to the real-life version. They're, the ones in the movies are slow. The ones in the movies require you to spend some time in front of them while you get scanned, the retina gets scanned. Well, actually, they're going to be scanning your iris, apparently, according to uh, GRI, FastCompany.com, reporting on this uh, company, Global Rainmakers Incorporated, that is planning on rolling out their iris scanning technology in Leon, Mexico, as a first test city. What they say will become the most secure city in the world. And for me, that sounds kind of scary. And I think you pointed out the best reason why, Mark, that those who would give up their liberty for security uh, will uh, get and deserve neither. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be walking around in uh, essentially a, a large prison. And it seems like that's what the government is attempting to make things into as time goes on. More security measures and checks and and police and now eye you know, scanners. I've got, I've got no problem with people that hurt or defraud people being brought to justice. I, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a place where those people can uh, to get away with with committing well, crimes against others. What concerns me is there's just the the incredible amount of hassle that the rest of us get. Um, and well, they're going to say this is going to make life easier because you won't have to go through, uh, you know, pulling out a credit card or you won't have to have any kind of access codes or anything like that. What concerns so. me on that is have you ever had an instance where you tried to run a credit card and it and for whatever reason didn't run? Oh, yeah. And it's not because the account was bad or you hadn't paid your bill or anything like that. It was because for whatever reason it didn't run. It didn't work in the machine or anything mm-hmm. like that. Well, if you've if the only credit card you've got is your iris, when I'm in those situations, I can whip out the next credit card and take mm-hmm. care of it. Because often when you um, when you intend to pay with credit, you don't bring the cash because well, it's it can be easy to pay with credit at times. Um, so you know you pull out the next credit card, you swipe, and you're you're fine. You don't have to deal with the embarrassment. Of, of saying, well, I can't pay for this. Well, if you've got one, you only have one iris. Well, I guess you have two. But I'm sure that your account will be linked to both of them. And so you only have one account. If that account goes bad, then what? You know, if there, if there wasn't a government out there aggressing against peaceful people, if there weren't all of these laws, these malum prohibitum laws, which are essentially crimes against the state where there are no victims, whether we're talking about drug prohibition or we're talking about some sort of tax law or something like that, where there's no real 
human being who has been harmed, no human's property that has been harmed, then I really wouldn't feel so concerned about this. It doesn't bother me the idea that a bank needs to know who you are in order to give you access to your account. That doesn't bug me. What bugs me is the way that technology like this or the uh, the body scanners at the airport or, or whatever that these governments are using can be used against peaceful people, can be used against people who have never harmed anybody in some sort of uh, utopian vision that some bureaucrats have as far as what they think the world should be like and using this technology to attempt to mold people and force them to behave in certain ways or not behave in certain ways and so on. Let's continue with your thoughts. Uh, of course, you can bring up anything as well. Todd is listening in Medford to KMed in Oregon. Hello, Todd. How are you doing today? Hey, Todd. What's on your mind? Doing great. I'm curious as if there's any way to, uh, you know, fool the scanners, sunglasses, reflective glasses, things like that, or, or are they not going to be able to do people with glasses? Excellent question. I bet you're right. Um, and this is this is how the marketplace works. Um, whenever whenever something comes along and people want to to foil the system, they'll come up with ways to oh, uh, to foil it. And I think you're exactly right. Those uh, those shiny state trooper glasses will probably <laughs> bounce it right back at them. Yeah, I think you probably that's that's a great question. And the the way this story is written from Fast Company is kind of a puff piece, so they don't get into uh, the negative sides of what this could be used or how this could be used or how it could be foiled etc so we don't know yet yeah definitely definitely seems to be a, a, a our freedom is being you know we're, we are you're right we're being put into a prison and watched and uh yeah i don't i don't feel that this is anywhere a good thing that'll be going down it'll be interesting to i mean something will this be a supreme court issue well i'm sure it'll be brought up in lawsuits and so on to whether or not it can be implemented Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Look at some of the other things that the government people, uh, the other technology that they've uh, they've adopted recently. Red light cameras have become very, very popular, right? In, in cities around the country, you see these cameras popping up on every street corner, and they're taking pictures of license plates. And you know, the idea is, well, it's going to keep people safe. You don't want anybody running through a red light now, do you? Well, as it turns out... One of the unintended consequences of those red light cameras is that people are going to slam on their brakes more likely than not and therefore cause accidents. And, of course, people have been uh, have been ticketed for running through red lights when they haven't been the ones that have been driving. And, I mean, there's all kinds of things that have happened as a result of these uh, these red light cameras just intruding on, on people's lives even more. And, and, of course, the government's doing it so they can make more money. And, of course, they're also doing it so they can control people. Let's continue. You can bring up anything. Let's go to Jack, listening in Charleston to WVTS. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yes. Uh, hey, Jack, uh, what's on your mind? Uh, I want to know what you know. I know you people are very knowledgeable about the Constitution of the United States. What does it say about a double jeopardy clause? What does the Constitution say about a double jeopardy clause? Well, I've never claimed to be knowledgeable about the Constitution. I, I read a book about it uh, several years ago, but then I kind of moved beyond the the whole Constitution. Uh, double jeopardy, though, uh, you know, I moved moved beyond it uh, in that I, I think it's just words on paper written by men and women that I didn't know and don't agree to necessarily. I think that there were some good ideas in there. I think there some of the concepts were very good, but uh, either the Constitution has authorized the government we have today or has been powerless to pre- to prevent it. But the concept of behind double jeopardy, as I understand it, is that you shouldn't be able to be charged twice uh, once you've been found uh, not guilty for, this, for the same crime. Am I understanding that right, Mark? 
Uh, yes, that's correct. Double yeah. jeopardy, jeopardy is uh, is prohibited by the Constitution. Is that what you were looking for? I'm not sure exactly what your question was. That's, that's where I'm getting at. My wife was pulled over for DUI. She does not drink. She never has drank. And she was charged with DUI, got cleared in the court, but the DMV in the state of West Virginia is trying to take her license away for DUI. Ah, see, that's different. Um, they It's not okay, but it's, you know, this is, this is kind of how it works when you have the organization, the same organization uh, that, that gives licenses is the same organization that brings charges. And that doesn't even make sense. If, if you're, um, you know, it's like your accuser is the one who gets to mete out the punishment, and that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, it's one of their little end runs around their constitution, their yeah. precious rules. They don't care. See, they don't care what their constitutions say. Uh, they supposedly many of them swore an oath to it but clearly the oath is meaningless to them and one of the one of the ways they get around this is they'll say well those were criminal DUI charges now we're just saying that she got a DUI charge and so therefore this is an administrative tribunal and uh, we're going to co- call her in here to defend herself in front of an administrative court so you're not being charged criminally for, uh, for a second time we're just going to administratively remove your right to drive Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And what do you do about it, right? What do you, what do you do about that? This is a criminal gang of people who are willing to use force on peaceful people who will do whatever the flip they want to do. Well, and then if you don't like it, you're screwed, man. There's nothing you can do about they it. They define what crime is and what what crime isn't. The problem is is the monopoly status. You're never going to get good customer service from monopoly because there's no place else to go. And then the expectation but but you set up a government which is a monopoly and expect them to provide good customer service. 800-259-9231 more coming up. Free talk. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And don't forget, our website features are free. You know those other talk show hosts? They're always talking about all their web features, but you got to pay for them. We give you more for free on our site than they will charge you for. Guaranteed. Uh, so head on over, check it out, take a look, enjoy. It's all over at freetalklive.com. Now, if you enjoy the fact that the uh, features on the site are free, then you might want to help support the show on a voluntary basis. We have ways for you to do that. One of them is to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We will take that money in, reinvest it into the show, and get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options as well. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com and you'll get perks. perks. That's right. Perks like the amp-only call-in lines, uh, the amp-only forum, as well as the amp-only podcast and more. Get the details, get signed up for as little as three bucks a month. 
amp.freetalklive.com as we continue with your phone calls. And we go to, I think, Rick is with us. Rick, listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, Rick. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, Rick, it sounds like we might have caught you in a bad cell. Are you? Uh, let's let's see if we can hear you again. Hello? Uh, can you hear me? Yep, sounding better. Go for it. Okay, great. Well, I just wanted to... Uh-oh. Maybe I was wrong. Tell you what, Rick, we're going to put you on hold. Oh. Tell you what, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to see if we can get in, get you in a better cell. Get and, a better phone. And yep. uh, and then try you back here in a moment. In the meantime, we will try Jim listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Jim. Yeah, guys, um, I'm a first-time caller. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. Make sure you get away from that radio in the background so it doesn't confuse you. All right. Um, I'll turn it down this. completely. There, there we go. There we Excellent. Go. Okay. go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, I've got a couple of items. Uh, one is the um, uh, a friend of mine sent me a, a brief email that I've I've went into and looked into this counterfeit uh, tungsten bars that were clad with gold that came out of the Fort Knox Mint and was sent to uh, India and China and England. You know, actually, I believe uh, as I heard that story, and I, you know, I, I can check on it right now. But as I heard that story, the tungsten bars came from India and went to China as a payment of a debt. Okay, because uh, you you had a, a saying this gold uh, freetalkradio dot com about gold buying gold gold dot freetalklive dot com right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with these people that are selling all these coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, what guarantee do, do the uh, people have uh, that they're not getting a, a, a tungsten blank that was clad with gold? That's a good uh, question. Well, it, it, you know, gener- generally the the first line of defense when it comes to these things is the reputation, reputation. of the company that's selling them. I mean, you know, if you're talking right. about some fly by night operation, then or a government, or, <laughs> or or a government that has no uh, that that apparently is spoiling for a fighter has no res- culpability or responsibility for their actions, uh, that would be one thing. Um, the, the you know the the organization, the company that we do business with at gold.freetalklive.com is uh, Midas Resources. Yeah, Midas Resources. They've been selling gold for more than 10 years now um they've got a you know a fine reputation in doing so if we on free talk live had ever heard anything like that we would immediately stop doing business with them um and you know i mean we just why would we want our name sullied over nothing so uh that's the reputation's the first line of defense okay the other item is does anybody know what uh, what did our government or the Obama administration, what did they put up for collateral for all those trillions of dollars that they borrowed from China? Your labor. <laughs> <laughs> your yes. labor. Actually, Sad more likely the, the labor of your grandchildren. I mean, you know, the, the fact is they've already mortgaged our future and our children's future. Now they're working on our grandchildren's future. Well... Uh, I'm just wondering, did all the the federally owned uh, land, like uh, the, the all the forestry and all the minerals and mine rights and all the federal or government-owned lands, was any of that put up for collateral? It's a good question. Some would say it has. I don't know if there's any way to verify that, um, but certainly they probably would be more likely to put up your labor than their own uh, property first would be my guess. Isn't the way that China got most um, got most of the, the debt through treasury, uh, you know, treasury... Uh, 
bills and that that sort of thing and if so then those are just uh those are just uh, promises to pay from the treasury department um and you know they'll print the money if they need to Jim, thanks well, for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Uh, let's continue here with your calls about whatever you want. Michael, listening in Myrtle Beach. Michael, you're on Free Talk so, Live. Um, I want to comment about the eye scanners. Yes, yeah. please. Uh, I think it's very wrong because um, it's taking away your privacy. I don't want people to know where you're at 24 hours of the day. Also, well, 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 what do you got to hide, Michael? What do you got to hide? <laughs> oh, nothing really. I just don't want people knowing about my life, what they do, where I am. Now, also, they can use that to, uh, you know, go out other people's houses. You know? They How, what can, would they? They could do what to other people's houses? They can get in other people's privacy houses when, when they're not there. You understand what I'm saying? I know I don't understand how that would be. Okay, in other words, they can take their scan and they can use it to uh, scan the way in other people's out. Well, homes. that's a good question. Yeah. And it comes back to the question that our caller asked earlier: is what are the ways to uh, dupe the technology? What are the ways right. to block it? What are the ways to uh, mm-hmm. to confuse it? Right. It gives the government the lock, it. and then the uh, and then you, of course, have the expectation that they'll never okay. use the key, the, the master key to the lock that they have. And we all the evidence uh, that we have is that the government will use the master key to the lock whenever they feel like it. They'll, they scan emails they listen to telephone conversations they don't even bother with uh with, with uh, you know search warrants and things any longer mm. they just do whatever they want yeah michael i share your concerns uh, i was just giving you a hard time i appreciate it thanks for the call 800-259-9231 let's talk to daniel listening in grand rapids to wtkg hello daniel. Hey, hey daniel hi hey what's on your mind oh uh, i just wanted to say i agree with you guys a whole uh, wholeheartedly uh Unfortunately, you know, I think as technology goes on and, and more people become, you know, born in the world, they're going to have to find a way to do this, and it's going to step on a lot of our rights. But I, I also think that uh, it's going to either come down to, you know, uh, a free state versus uh, an all-controlled state, or the controlled state's going to win over. So You know, I... I've looked at this. I've tried to look at this, and I am an eternal optimist. And what I see from sort of history is that humans, uh, you know, starting with the agrarian revolution when uh, when when slavery became a profitable way to exist, you know, essentially you had uh, a few people that owned everything and then all the rest of the slaves that worked for them. Right. Um, And, you know, over time, man has become more free. Technology has played a huge role in the freeing of man. For every <laughs> for every lock that technology creates, it creates a pick. And um, you know, there's going to be ways to to foil this thing if if that's what you wish to do. And yeah. you know, if you just look at the last hundred years, how much more free as far as time, money, energy uh, we are than we were previously. And I, you know, customers, the desire for customer service seems to go up and up over time. And the government's not able to handle that. They, you know, they're, they're, the government's not about customer service. And it seems to me that people are going to demand, uh, just to the point that they're just not going to put up with it any longer, demand right. higher levels of customer service that the government's not able to provide. And therefore, they're going to have to get out of certain businesses that they have heretofore been in. But does that, do you think that there could be 
possibility in the future a big fight over this between you know factions of people i i see that yeah oh i i see it i see it uh, it's things are going to come to a loggers he- loggerheads on all kinds of issues well, look that at the, the stuff in charge look, of. look at the speed cameras i mean there have been the some of the activists down in arizona have done some wonderful things uh, in regards to fighting if you will the the speed cameras remember the video mark of the the santa claus there's a few santa claus guys uh, that went up and they put a big present over top of one of these uh, speed trap cameras <laughs> just to just to obscure it to make it so they couldn't make any revenue off of that one camera for the day and that it made uh you know national news if not international news so there were there are definitely ways to uh you know to sort of combat these things that it can be very frustrating to the governments and i think the more intrusive these methods become uh the more people that are upset about them the more likely you'll start to see countermeasures of that sort of thing uh happening and i think that's a good thing if i could just make one more point sure. okay uh I would, the way i'm looking at it now uh, I see things are probably going to get worse with these types of technologies. Um, 20 seconds. Uh, you know, like some people might say uh, chips in your hand or in your skin somewhere. Oh, where yeah, they can they've rip- got that too. <laughs> that's, the, already, you know, that- that's already there, man. And uh, you just have to refuse to participate, refuse to obey, and ideally get together with other people who feel like you do. I thank you for the call tonight. More coming up here. we got two hours remaining. Plenty of time for your thoughts about whatever's on your mind. You take control at 800-259-9231. Hour 2 is next. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. Dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site for free because that's the way a good talk show website should be. Head on over, enjoy freetalklive.com. Main feature of the site allows you, the listener, to control the content. Everything you see in the main section of the website is created by listeners like you. You go and vote on what other listeners think is good, and if you don't think it's good, you vote down. If you like it, you vote it up, and the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it. Uh, So... uh, Head on over to freetalklive.com. We go to your phone calls. You can bring up anything if you're just tuning in. We're talking about eye scanners uh, last hour. The technology is here. 
They are uh, looking to implement it in uh, Mexico. Uh, Leon, Mexico is going to be getting millions of dollars worth of this equipment. And they it's brilliant equipment as far as its technological capabilities uh, is concerned. It's just my concern is what happens when governments get their hands on technology like this is they inevitably are used to control and to track and to, uh, to observe and to, uh, to, you know, to crack down and to create a police state. Anyway, you're welcome to comment on that or bring up anything. In fact, let's go way across the pond to Australia. Jeremy is on the line. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yeah. Hi. We don't have to worry about governments getting control of those things in Australia anymore because we don't have a government. What? What happened to your government, <laughs> Jeremy? We, uh, the, at the voting yesterday, the parliament was hung. Neither party got a, got a majority big enough to... to um, have the controlling power in the government. So, is this so, one of those? Like, uh, is this uh, this one of those uh, coalition government situations like England has going on now? Yeah. Oh, is that what England has going on? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's we yeah, have there's basically four or five people in that aren't in the two major parties. So basically, they're going to control things. But as of right now, you know, there's no prime minister chosen. Yeah. Well, I I, I somehow <laughs> I suspect that uh, that liberty isn't right around the corner for you guys. No, I don't think so. But it's funny. It could be worse, though, right? I mean, it could be worse. You know, it no, could it's be. Actually, it's actually very good because, yeah, it's going to make them hard to get any new stuff passed. Um, even once they do cho- choose somebody, it's going to be um, basically even between the two major parties. So, so they're probably not going to get anything undone, though. Right. And, um, right. No, you know, no. Uh, hopefully they don't, hopefully they don't cooperate too much. <laughs> Australia's government's already too big. Um, so uh, y- over there in Australia, but many Americans tend to think that if you if you don't vote, you can't complain. As if somebody going in and uh, you know using a pencil to bubble in a little circle somehow gives them the right to, you know gives them the right to complain because now they're more educated or whatever. I don't know. But um, in Australia, it's illegal not to vote. Tell me what do you f- you find to be some of the uh, disadvantages or advantages or whatever to that. What's your thought on it, Jeremy? Uh, well, it's, uh, you know, it's curtailing your liberty to make you go somewhere and stick a ballot in a box. But uh, as we, I called in yesterday and talked about how I was able to do some political activism um, by handing out uh, the quiz, the world's shortest political quiz at the election place, because since people are forced out there to vote, um, you know, there are a lot of people there that are, actually have no interest in the system at all. And so it's, it was a good place to to get some of the information out there about liberty. So I guess it's good in that way. How do they know that if you haven't voted? Um, this, there's just an electoral roll, and your name gets crossed off. So as my wife went in and got her name crossed off and then marched straight over and, and stuck an empty ballot in. No, where is it that they get the info from? Vote, but you do have to go and get your name crossed off. <laughs> how, how do they get the, 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 the rolls in the first place? Is it driver's licenses? Is it birth certificates? Where does that info come from? Well, it's a, yeah, it's something. It's something to do with that, as far as them finding the people who haven't um, registered themselves on the electoral roll. Um, we're moving this weekend, so my wife's saying that she's going to take herself off from the roll, the uh, electorate where we are, and not add herself back on when we move. So she may successfully get herself off the electoral roll. We'll see how that how that works. And if they catch her, then it's a fifty dollar fine plus court costs. Yeah, I have no idea. We were just talking about that, whether or not there's any teeth to that. Because um, her sister, we were talking about it on Facebook, 
um, basically how it all comes down to violence. And if you don't vote, then you'll get a fine. And if you don't pay the fine, they'll send someone after you. But I don't know if there's actually any teeth to it or if they send out a fine. And if you don't pay it, they just ignore it. Who knows? Well, maybe well, you'll find maybe out. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know, Jeremy. Anything else you want to share? That's it. Thank Thanks. you very much. Thanks for the call. That's Jeremy, right. by the way, from Free Oz Radio, one of our uh, shows you can hear over at the Liberty Radio Network at LRN.FM. You know, I think it's it's so silly when people say if you if you don't vote, you can't complain. You know, between the the presidential candidates we had in two thousand and eight, really, crap sandwich one and crap sandwich two. Really, I mean, what a bunch of crappy choices. And you know, the the idea that I should pick uh, that Rush Limbaugh says I should pick John McCain, whom he was uh, you know saying terrible things about a couple of years previously, uh, because well, he'll do less damage than Barack Obama. It shows the incompetence of the system uh, at, at a whole when well they you know the expectation is the government uh, the, the republicans will be in in 2010 and 2012 and they can't undo the damage no they can't undo the da- or they, they won't, won't. Un- either they can't or they won't undo the damage they, done they could be- have but they won't uh, right, because i mean we know what happens when republicans get in we saw that from 2000 to 2006 the government uh, you know <laughs> the government increased by more than 60% uh, the, the 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 debt was higher than it had ever been mm-hmm. and you know it just it's big government party 1 and big government party 2 Precisely. Let's continue with your calls. Ladies first, Jennifer, listening in Mark's hometown of Bradenton, Florida, to WFLA. Hello, Jennifer. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I am a dead against um, recognition by Iris. Why? Well, in Chinese medicine, um, they read the iris to get an overall picture of your health. Hmm. And so, in essence, by you know, not only will they have a recognition of each individual they will have a very detailed description of people's health. Hmm. I'd, so they're, they're telling more, that they'll be able to find more than we've ever imagined. Ab- absolutely. So if somebody has a liver problem or a heart problem and, um, and, and the iris is scanned into their database in 2010 and then in 2011 they want to go for a job or something and they claim they don't have such problems, the government can prove, oh, yes, you do. We can, it's, it's in your scan of your, of your iris. Very interesting. Thank you for the call tonight. appreciate it, Jennifer. At 800-259-9231, you can take control of the airwaves. Uh, let's go That's to an Mark. unusual accent for Bradenton. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk to Mark, listening in Tallahassee, Florida, to WFLA-FM. Hello, Mark. Yes, Mark. Yes, Mark, you're on the air. I'm actually in Bradenton, not Tallahassee. Oh, drat. All right, well, well anyway, hello. Um, What's on your mind? My comment was uh, about the, the eye scan. They already have facial recognition hardware, so even if you wear glasses, they can get your face, and they can also use the highway cameras to get you while you're driving, it, which has your tag. Now, I haven't heard run. about... No, hold I'm, on. I'm, a commercial dri- I'm a commercial driver, so I'm already logged in with the FBI because I go in and out of the Port of Tampa. Sure. Uh, you know, no, this, the facial recognition software ha- isn't is probably not entirely ready for prime time. Is they, it though? Well, the last I they, heard about, they it installed was, it in Ebor City. Yeah, but was, that was almost a decade ago. It was now. Get, it's getting there, but I mean, you know, have you heard of, have you heard about it going no, anyplace else? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Have you? Have you, Mark? No, not at all. Ebor City. I heard that's why one of the reasons I don't go there. 
Well, yeah, but they took it down because it bombed <laughs> that and out. The knifings. Well, <laughs> they took it down from Ebor because it, it completely failed. It uh, was uh, it was misidentifying people left and right, and it was basically wasting the police's time. Um, so, and I haven't heard anything since then. I would presume that it has gotten better since then. But again, then you can. I'm sure there are ways around uh, defeating that. Uh, whether it's wearing a bandana or something, or I, I don't know what the, the ways would be. Putting like some gum Santa in your Claus cheeks. Thing. Go ahead, say again. I, I do like the Santa Claus thing. Have that you seen cool that idea. video? It's hilarious. No, I haven't actually. Look, I don't know what to search for. It's probably uh, Santa speed camera. Yeah, Santa speed camera, or Santa traffic camera, or red light camera, or something. I think there were traffic or speed cameras yeah. though on YouTube. Uh, yeah, they took they took down a lot of those traffic cameras. I know up in Brooksville, I was just up there, and they pulled them all down from an intersection up there. Too. Thank goodness, now, it makes it's, people the safer. The speeding cameras are one thing. The the, uh, the the red light cameras are something entirely different. The red light, the speeding camera cameras are all about rev- revenue. The red light cameras actually cause people to die. Well, they're all about revenue too. They I mean, are, but they I mean, you know, the politicians clearly don't care about your well-being. Nope, they just want the money. Thanks, Mark, for the call. Appreciate it. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll. Freeline. This is the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Death. Its shadow followed Paul. Its hot breath had flowed across the back of his neck. Its cold fingers had caressed his throat. As Paul dabbles in the occult world of the Ouija board, a dangerous netherworld opens up to him, and he discovers the frightening possibility that a demonic dimension may be merging with our own. Read Matthew Wayne's debut novel, The Ouija-ers. To find out more, available now as an ebook at IPIC Publishing, ipicpublishing.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, and the features include our listening options. You can listen in online via our broadband or dial-up streams, which run 24 hours a day. So always running the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Uh, go to listen.freetalklive.com to get tuned in there. Also, you can listen in via our uh, listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. And again, listen to Free Talk Live around the clock. It's all over there at uh, listen.freetalklive.com, and it is all completely free. By the way, Free Talk Live is brought to you by HostGate. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. Actually, you can get a dot anything over there. Whether you want a, a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They make it extraordinarily easy for you. They've got thousands of templates there, so it won't look just like it's been you know cookie-cuttered out. Also, uh, they're actually uh, powered by 130% powered by air energy, uh, the, the, the big uh, windmills. Wind farm. Yeah, yeah. wind farm. It's, uh, so so the, not only is it, uh, it you know, will they let you get your, your website that you need, but it's, it's environmentally friendly if that's your thing. It's HostGator. Freetalklive.com. All right, let's continue. You take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. Abe is with us, listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Abe. Abe, are you there? 
Abe going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on the hey, air. Uh, Do- doing great. What's up? Doing pretty good. Uh, I was just calling in. I wanted to make a little comment uh, about the eye retina scanners. And I uh, also wanted to do a nice little thing and bring it back to what you guys were talking about in the beginning uh, about all those awful marijuana cases. Um, Go for it. I actually had read something not too long ago uh, saying that they were going to employ the eye scanners, in, uh, obviously, in a lot of uh, job places, and, uh, and that not only would they be able to uh, pick up on identity, but uh, also they wanted to scan to see if they could tell if you were stoned or not. Hmm. I don't know. How would they tell that? Uh, I assume eyes might be a little red, cloudy. Yeah, uh, but I could have. I could have. <laughs> I could have bloodshot eyes for a variety of reasons. That doesn't. Yeah, well, it's somebody. It's somebody to target and take a look at, right? And some people have, uh, you right. know, more bloodshot eyes than others. I see. I see. Definitely, and uh, you know, me personally, I just have bad allergies all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you know, there are some workplaces. You're a that... sniffling little cot, cot, pot smoker and coke addict, aren't well, you? Well, another a number of places will be really foolish if they install <laughs> if they install that technology, like your favorite <laughs> restaurant, for instance, where probably about ninety percent of the staff, if not a hundred percent of the staff, uh, is a, a it cannabis depends user. on the restaurant. Certainly, uh, uh, you know. I've never been in one that it wasn't ninety percent or higher. Never right. was. And there's a reason that you know how to make the food taste so good. Uh, where's my rim shot? Thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's continue. Ladies first, Judy is listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Hello, Judy. Hi, how are you guys? Hey, super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, it's just a really large situation, and I think that there's probably a lot of listeners out there that would really be interested in a conversation regarding this. I am a grandmother. And uh, I raised a grandchild for six years. Of course, it was, you know, babysitting, but it was 99% all the time there. Well, my daughter, who is the mother and the father, uh, she got mad one day and decided to take him away. So she took him away. I went to court for a year and a half to try and get visitations to my biological grandson that I raised for six and a half years. Mm -hmm. And in this state, along with many other states, grandparents have... No rights. And that is something that we pay our tax dollars for, and I really think these laws need to be changed. So how did the, I hadn't really I you know I haven't considered this uh, I haven't spent much time with it but let me uh, let me take some counterpoints here and see okay. you know if if it's um if if somebody decides for whatever reason they don't want their uh, their mother or father or the other uh, side of the family's mother or father to uh, see the um, see the child. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, what kind of right do they have? It's not their child, right? It's it's their grandchild. Well, no, that's that's, that's it is it, it's that's completely true. But the common bond here is, as all laws state, which I have read every single law in the state of every state, is what is what is in the best interest of the child. Okay. Now, as a person. And I know you're way probably too young for this, but if you had a grandchild, and let's say this child was in and out of your life constantly, you mm-hmm. and your wife were taking care of this child for six straight years, your vacations were his vacations. Oh, I your see vac- that. I see this as a terrible, terrible uh, tragedy it that has is occurred. A terrible thing. And now, what every single law you will read, and I'm sure that every listener here, if they're a grandparent and has ever experienced this, knows. The law will look you in the face and say, we're going to do whatever is in the best interest of the child. One of the judges wrote a 12-page scenario and stated 11 times, 
it is in the best interest of this child to continue his relationship with his grandmother. However, since mother says she doesn't want the child to see grandmother, he can't see grandma. Now, who is getting hurt here and who cannot defend for themselves? Who is losing and has lost such a security blanket that is going to throw this child into a poor mental state of mind? And in this situation is where it comes into child abuse. And I love it when people say, they don't have a mark on them. Could you ever put a mark on someone's mentality worse than you could Sure, sure. And there are also ways to hurt kids without putting marks on them physically as well. Now, what is going on with the, like, give me an example of what the mother, why do you believe the mother is unsuitable to to take care of the children? Oh, oh no, I would never say that she is unsuitable. I see. I'm not, I would never say that even though I am in hell's bent way with her and it was all over a jealousy actually. March of last year, my husband and I went on vacation and took our grandson to Florida. Mm-hmm. We came home, and then we decided to go on a cruise by ourselves. She got all bent and twisted because for eight days, she could not contact me. I was not there at her beck and call. So she decided I was not going to see my grandson anymore. Yeah, that's really that's really petty on her part. And I, I, I think and now it's... when the law states, and everyone that's listening in every state you're in, please go on your internet and look up grandparents' rights. The biggest thing they say is just like the DUI guy, hey, you get a DUI, you're done. You get so many DUIs, you lose your license. They always say, we, the court, will decide whatever is in the best interest of the child. Now, for a judge to write a 12-page decision and yet 11 times say, you willingly invited this parent into this child's life. You allowed this consistent contact. You, the mother and father, did this. You, however. Well, you know, uh, I think um, I, I don't think you're going to have a lot of legal remedies here, and I think that whatever you've got to do for reconciliation, and I'm not saying your daughter's, uh, you know, been fair in this, I, but people act in unfair fashions all the time. But she, however, has this very valuable individual that you want to see, and I think personally, I think it's the kid that what the kid wants is what should go. If they, if they want to see you, they should be able to. I thank you for the call tonight. More coming up. You take control at 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. As always, you can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us online 
at freetalklive.com. Now, if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, learn how to promote us. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll find various different things you can do, everything from flyering to calling local radio stations uh, to, to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. There's an incredible uh, website out there that is focused on the ideas of peace and personal responsibility and in the arena of foreign policy. It's called anti war dot com we have used it on this web on this uh, radio show many times for for show prep and you can you'll find scholarly pieces there on uh, foreign policy approaching issues that you may never have even considered it's antiwar.com and uh, they're doing a fundraiser they do a quarterly fund drive and this this quarter actually jason osborne from sacral cai has uh, given his live reads to them so that they can uh, raise what a guy money. yep he's a great guy um so they can raise money for this uh, for their great effort go to antiwar.com slash donate it or um it's on the same page there you can they'll have a telephone number you can call to uh, do your donation. It's antiwar.com slash donate. All right, more coming up here with your phone calls about whatever you want. Let's start with Ron John listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Ron John. Now we're back to Tallahassee. Are you in Tallahassee? Yeah. Oh, good. We got it right. Okay. Hey, so. those also serve who stand and wait. Yeah. I'm sorry. That I ran by thought, me. I, no, that thing you said about Ben Franklin really provoked me tonight. I haven't ever called a show before. I'm kind of nervous, but... Well, let's recap uh, what it was for our listeners that weren't weren't tuned in. Mark, what did you say about Ben Franklin? Um, you know, I, I tried to to give a quote that he gave. You know, you never get him exactly right, but uh, those who would tr- trade essential liberty for fleeting uh, uh, security will get neither and deserve neither. I don't think the word fleeting was in there, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think Stalin must have read Ben Franklin because he had a dream of social justice and freedom for everybody. But the East East Europeans realized very quickly how empty were the slogans of building socialism. uh, If you sacrifice individual freedom or human rights, as we would say today, to social justice, you will lose the first while not achieving the second. So social justice, I've, I've, this is, this buzzword. is, yeah, this is, I a hear code. so much of it on these clones, you know, the Hannity's and everything. They, nobody explains what it is. But what is it? <laughs> that's what it is. It's empty. It's a, it's a euphemism for stealing. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was considered empty, but I wanted to talk to you about the police too, my friend. Okay. Uh, down here, when I first got here, a man pulled a pocket knife on a, on a, on a deputy at a, at a, at a, at a, McDonald's. Seems but like a bad idea. Yeah, that didn't go yeah, well for him. Yeah, and he pulled a three fifty seven and blew. The, and the man was with his mother. He was huh. inebriated now, but still, he would have been very easy to handle. I think the police have usurped the power to punish. They become judge, jury, and executioner, mm-hmm. and believe that the use of legitimate violence is their occupational prerogative. Well, I don't and consider monopoly, a lot I of the say. time. I don't consider what they do legitimate in any shape or form. It's well, because know, they have a monopoly. That's their claim. Some of them now, not all of them. Sure, and and it, since those that suffer are usually the poor and the ignorant and the friendless, so oh, yeah. nobody complains except to the ACLU. You are absolutely spot on. In thank your, you. In your uh, thank you. It, it, you re- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support this show. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I remember back in the day, 
You said you were going to come uh, five days a week here. Oh, no, no, I didn't make any promises like that. It's possible that we could be on that many days. We're, yeah, this yeah, is a, yeah. This is a show that is available to radio stations six nights a week. Uh, no. In Tallahassee there, you're lucky enough to get us all three I hours. I know, it used to be just two hours. Now they've given us three on Saturday night. But In Tallahassee? No, we've been on three the whole time there. But uh, Yeah, I know, they cut the last one for some round It's probably table. sports or something like that. But most, I just want to say one more thing. So here's what you can do. You can say one more thing in a moment, but those of you listening to the show that are only getting the Saturday show on your local radio stations. Just call the local program director uh, during the week and tell them, first of all, thank you. You've got to show appreciation first. So, so th- thanks for, for airing Free Talk Live. And then, then ask them real nice like for, uh, for more of the show. So it, it's possible. But it's up to you guys, the listeners, to yeah. make it happen. Well, I, I just let me say this. I think most police would uh, deny any feelings of vengeance towards offenders, just necessary and legitimate counterviolence. That's what they call it. Well, sure, but they know, get off, some of them get off on it. I mean, they uh, they, they they're looking for an adrenaline fix. Uh, we 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 interviewed Barry Cooper a number of times. Barry Cooper, former law enforcement, former narcotics officer, one of the uh, the most so called successful narcotics officers in Texas, uh, and now he's turned to the side of good and he's working against <laughs> the war. He's working against the war on drugs. He's working to end prohibition, uh, and he's trying to undo some of the damage that he's done to people's lives. Oh. Ba- Barry Cooper and his website's NeverGetBusted.com. Oh. Barry Cooper said that when he was a, when he was a cop, when he was first getting in, he would get a rush. He would get the this adrenaline rush out of giving just giving out a ticket to somebody. But that <laughs> oh, went away. Tell me about it. That went. Hold on. Now that went away over time. So he had to escalate what he would do in order to get that rush. So it ended up My being God. that when he would say pu- pull somebody over and find a you know bag of cocaine or something like that on him, what he would do is he would leave their handcuffs undone or something like that while he would sit them down and he'd like go back over to his car. As he was trying to do, you know, take care of something, and he would do this on purpose, knowing that it would increase the chances that that person would get up and run, which would increase, you know, would make it so he would get that adrenaline rush he was looking for, so he could chase that person down and have an excuse to beat the crap out of him. I mean, that's not an uncommon story. And Barry and the other cops that have, you know, again come out on the, the side of good at, over time will tell you that's the case. That a lot of these cops are just looking for adrenaline uh, fixes. Now they're not all like that, right. but uh, I'd, I'd they like do to exist. Point out, I have a I have a pretty unique view on. This. This I have uh, I, I I was convicted of murder back in 1989. Spent nine years in prison in Florida, and I've been pulled over numerous times by police officers. And I'm sure that comes up on their little computer. Some of them have said it does. And I've never been treated poorly by these guys. I've never had them you know come up and uh, you'd think they would uh, you know come with their weapon drawn in dealing with me. But I've I've had uh, I've had long conversations with them sometimes on the side of the road, and and they've been uh, courteous to yeah, me. Yeah, but you never know when you're gonna get a rogue cop. Indeed. So, thanks for the call tonight. Oh, yeah, you have one more thing, if you're still there? Yeah. Go ahead. You had one more thought, I thought. Oh, no, that was it. Okay, that, that was it. it. Very I, good, I sir. just couldn't believe well, we're in such a union tonight. Glad you're out there. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 as we continue with your calls. And we go to, is Leroy? No, Leroy's gone. Let's try Rick in Dallas. Uh, Rick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, I was, uh, I'm from Dallas, but it's probably uh, it's okay because I was born in Florida, Pensacola. So maybe. <laughs> is it Florida uh, night on uh, Free Talk Live for your show there? Yeah. Well, you don't have to be in yeah. Florida to call Free Talk Live. <laughs> we had yeah. some guy from Australia earlier. We just have some monster stations that have huge audiences down there. So go yeah. ahead with your thoughts. Well, I'm in Tennessee right now. I'm on the highway heading back to to Texas. But anyway, 
I, I think, uh, you know, there's a few, not a lot, but there's a few uh, uh, celebrities in uh, entertainment and whatnot that are conservative that are really not allowed to get their opinions out there. And uh, I just thought, I was thinking about that, you know, uh, for example, uh, a lot of people don't know that Ray Charles was pretty conservative. Hmm. And I was wondering what he would think about the current political situation. And he'd probably put it in a song, something like this. Hit the road, Barack, and don't you come back no more, no more. More, no more. Hit the road, Barack, and don't you come back no more. I didn't know we were going to get a performance your, tonight. Yeah, well, you built your That's campaign cute. on change. Your policies are really deranged. We're <laughs> telling you we want our country back. You're running things like you're smoking crack. Oh, now, hey, road, no, wait, Barack. when you say you want the country back, what do you mean by that? You know the it Tea rhymes. Party. They they want the country back. Where, where did thing, it go? You know? I mean, when when they did they have it recently? Uh, well, you know they wanted to get back to the Constitution and yeah. that kind of thing. You think they really mean that? Uh, well, uh, well, when you when you re- when they're interviewed by these um, people in the media, a lot of times they don't even know what's in the Constitution, so mm-hmm. they need to be educated. Uh, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. It's a nice song. <laughs> it's cute. I wonder if he wrote it himself. 800-259-9231. it well. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I just don't believe those uh, tea partiers. I don't think they uh, they understand what freedom is all about. They don't really want freedom. They want the country back. They want to control people just like Barack Obama does. They want to uh, tell people how to live their lives. And uh, there really isn't much of a difference between the two, in my opinion. More coming up. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by... Our friends at SACL CAI. Head over again to freetalklive.com to enjoy all the features of the website. You'll find a bunch of different stuff, including our webcam. You want to watch the show? We got it for you, and it's free. You can watch, listen, and chat because our chat room is built into the very same page. Head over to cam.freetalklive.com. And the cam, by the way, is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. Yeah, MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBIX, Zenpax, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers out there, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel and HP at up to 99% off of list price. It's memory dealers. They, they, they even have uh, other customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. If you don't know what an optical transceiver is, go to memorydealers.com and find out. It's memorydealers.com. All right, we continue with your phone calls, and we go uh, back to Tallahassee, where Michael is on the line listening to WFLA-FM. Hello, Michael. Michael's dropped. Michael's gone. Okay, let's try Havik listening in tally to WFLA-FM. Hey. Havik. Hey, how you guys doing? Tonight? Great. What's on your mind? All right. So, dude just said he got convicted of murder in the state of Florida, but only spent nine years in prison. I'm really, really curious as to how that was such a short stint in the joint uh, for such a, you know, harsh crime. 
Well, you, you if know, he mind, if he doesn't mind elaborating, back in the eighties, uh, the fact is they they weren't keeping people in jail for very long. Um, I w- didn't go in until like eighty nine, right? That's that's correct. Um, but I managed, you know, basically I had the option there at the end. I was going to take my case back to uh, back to court to get a retrial. I had managed to get my my co defendant to uh, to write a sworn statement, uh, you know, basically saying that he had lied previously, lied about. Some you do facts. You being involved, yeah, facts, facts of the case, with the actual killing. And um, <laughs> what happened was, I was released by an order of the Supreme Court that uh, affected a game time situation. And uh, you know, I had the choice of either going home or taking uh, taking the case back to court. So I decided to go home instead. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's a that's a pretty awesome story. I was just driving down the road, and I'm like, this guy just spent nine years in prison for murder. That's well, pretty awesome. It's not <laughs> awesome because he didn't actually kill anybody and spent nine years in prison. Right, well, I, well, you know, obviously the assumption in my head, first, the first assumption that jumped in my head was, well, you murdered, so, you know, right, right. got you, the rap. If you got the rap, you did the crime, which obviously didn't work out that way. I wish you would caveat it when you would say it, Mark, because it makes you sound like a killer. When I you don't say like, those but, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like to say, um, to say, well, I didn't do it. I, you know, I didn't kill anyone, and that much is true, but I was involved in a way that, um, that would probably make felony one murder charges. Uh, you know, I, I was scared. I mean, um, <laughs> I was, I was scared to take it back, but I refused to spend 25 years in prison for, for not having killed someone. So I was going to to do so. So, you know, I, I don't like to people don't like it when you when con, any convict will say, I didn't do it. I mean, that's that there's nothing unusual about that. So what if you get on the radio and say, I didn't do it. So I, <laughs> I, I, I just don't like to say it. Well, callers like me bring the truth out then, huh? Thanks, brother. There you go. Hobbit. anything else on your mind tonight? No, you guys have a great. Thanks night. for the call. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Jeffrey in Ontario. We are quite international this evening. Jeffrey, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. How are you doing today? What's on your mind? Uh, I just wanted to know uh, if you guys knew about the long form of the Canadian census now being made voluntary as opposed to mandatory and what you think the implications might be of that. Well, what was it before? You said it was mandatory before. What it were the... used to be, and just this year the Harper government changed it without even public notice until after the fact to make the long form of the census voluntary. So is the short form still mandatory? As far as I know, but even that apparently is still up for debate in the House of Commons. The NDP is fighting it, but that just means nothing will get done because they have no real power. Do you know what the old uh, punishment was if you did not fill out uh, said mandatory form? Something like three to five years and or some kind of crazy fine. Hope he smokes. I I don't remember the exact rules. All I know is I've always filled it out. Well, I I fully support them uh, repealing that then. I think that uh, threatening somebody for not filling out a piece of paper is pretty ludicrous, don't you? Um, It is in the sense that it's kind of oppressive over the people, but... When you're thinking about the economic implications of that's how your country is going to be represented in the next hundred years. Oh, that's a bunch of poppycock. I mean, the the reason, look, they're not representing you. Come on. Do you really think that the the people in government are representing you? But I think this is a stage to go even further to take less of a representation of the the poor vote. Because if you make it voluntary. They are never representing the poor. They're representing their buddies in industry. (laughs) I mean, come on. The poor are going to have control over government? What kind of sense does that make? And that somehow the census would change how, uh, how representative the government is of the interests of people who are poor? It's, it's absolutely absurd. Anything the government does that is supposedly for or in the benefit of poor people yeah. is nothing more than PR. 
It the is, government is owned and controlled by lobbyists, and lobbyists are owned and controlled by big business. And, and that's I, not going to change. I wholeheartedly concur and agree with that. I was, I'm just trying to think of what the future implications might be if we lose the voice of a whole group of people. Well, the census isn't isn't a voice of people. It's just a piece of paper that they send around and they uh, demand that people fill out. There's no there's no voice there at right. all. The, the government is an organization that uh, you know operates through force and coercion, and uh, they have a monopoly privilege. You're not going to wrest control away from that organization by cooperating. The best thing that you can do for the poor people, for poor people and everybody, is to abolish the state, to uh, to end the idea of the state, to uh, to essentially replace it with a, a voluntary order, a voluntary society of people interacting on a consensual basis. So then poor people will be able to actually make a better life for themselves uh, by not having to beg permission from some government bureaucrat, for instance, before they want to open up a, a business, uh, before they, you know, because that's it's the government that keeps poor people poor, and the taxes and a lot of taxes uh, oppressively target poor. People as opposed to uh, middle class or, or upper class. Not to people. mention the welfare programs, which make them essentially serfs of the state, um, to where they can't go out and earn, you know, get a get an entry level job. They're that disincentivized. Allow, yeah, from, disincentivized from to yeah. Uh, to move on. You guys make some very intelligent, interesting points, and I just want to say thank you guys for having this kind of phone-in medium like this. I appreciate it. It's my much. pleasure. I thank you for the call, and I appreciate you bringing that up. And uh, no thank you. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. See, the government people, they like to position themselves as the, the friends of the poor. but And especially here in the United States, the Democrats like to do this. Uh, but they're not. It's just a pandering thing. It's it's PR. If they can make it's bull the poor, right, if they can make poor people believe that the government people are their friends, then the poor people are going to vote for them and keep you know putting them into office. Right? Is it isn't it amazing how rich Charlie Rangel has gotten while representing the poor people? <laughs> I mean, really, if Charlie Rangel cared about poor people, there wouldn't be poor people anymore, yeah, and the, Charlie Rangel would not be uh, you know socking money away. And the poor people keep getting poorer, and the rich people getting getting richer. Right. It's Barack because Obama of claims to care about poor people. What's he do? Put a tax tax on cigarettes. Send them to the send them to die in the desert. I mean, how many <laughs> right. how many of the people dying in Afghanistan are uh, wealthy? Yeah, right. The, the the rich guys are out there catching bullets. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the government's just using poor people for their own ends, which is as always to reward their friends and punish their enemies. We continue with your calls, and we talk to Tony listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, Tony. Tony. In yeah, Beach. hi guys. Hey, you're on the air. Um, What's on your mind? Well, I just uh, heard some of your closing comments uh, concerning the uh, the cops and road cops and things like that. I was just wondering. It, it sounded like uh, you felt that the majority of cops, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the majority of cops are uh, in the rogue category. Is that is that your belief, or is that what you're trying to tell I think, us? I think that um, I think that there are poor checks and balances. I, I would uh, the answer the short answer to your question is no. I do not believe that most cops are rogue. Um, my the the longer uh, statement is is that I think that uh, there are poor checks and balances in the area of law enforcement that uh, prosecutors and judges believe far more uh, are, are far more likely to believe what a police officer says than they are to believe what the average citizen says. I think that um, the the policing organization is a monopoly in a given geographic area, whether it's a municipality or a state or or the federal government, and monopolies always provide 
poor customer service. So you can take the the, the guy with the best intentions, and we know that not all cops join uh, the police force with the best intentions, but you can take the guy with the best intentions, put him into an organization that uh, essentially there's there's little responsibility, less responsibility for one's actions than, say, the marketplace would provide, and the, uh, the, then he will act accordingly. Incentives are important. Well, what kind of incentives? What, what, would, what would you recommend to, to, to make it better? How about uh, how about responsibility for one's actions? If you uh, arrest okay. if you arrest somebody, um, you know who is innocent, or and especially if you know it, that you're held responsible. When police officers are caught doing something wrong, their punishments uh, are time and again far less than you and I would get in that same circumstance. I've got a perfect example. If you're not a cop, I've got a perfect example of that coming up. And Tony, I want to give you a chance if you want to respond further. Hang on, we'll hang you through the news here. We'll come back in hour number three. We can continue uh, this discussion because not only do I have a perfect example of the double standard as far as police being punished, uh, but I've also got a solution for how to make things better. More coming up. You take control of the airwaves. Hour 3 on the way next. 800-259-9231. It's the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. So, you want to move to New Hampshire for liberty? nhmove.info has articles, links, and activism alerts to help you decide exactly where and how to make your move. Even job listings. Browse the inventory of Liberty blogs, sites, and media, or promote your own efforts, all free, at nhmove.info. If you're moving to New Hampshire, you better go now and bookmark nhmove.info. Saturday edition of the program. As always, it is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features there are free. The main feature of the site is created by listeners like you. You can go there. When you see something online you think is pretty cool, you want to share it with the rest of our listeners, you can submit it as show prep to the show uh, over at freetalklive.com. It comes up. Other listeners can then vote on whether they like or dislike it. And then the most liked of the submissions will make it to the front page of the website, and meaning that the, we're more likely to see them and talk about them on the air. But even if we don't talk about them on the air, other listeners see it, which means more people get to uh, see what you thought was pretty neat. So head over to freetalklive.com and get interactive. Again, freetalklive.com. You can also interact with us via toll-free 800-259-9231. We continue here. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, we were talking with Tony in Myrtle Beach, who I believe is still with us. Tony, are you there, sir? Oh, yes. All right. So Tony, waiting to hear your answer. Oh, yes. Uh, so we were talking about uh, the police, and uh, you, you had asked us if we thought that most cops were rogue cops, and I think Mark handled the, the question fairly well. Uh, I, I, in fact, I think you knocked it out of the park, Mark, but I wanted to add a little bit to it, um, and that is in regards to holding the police responsible. You asked the question of, well, if you don't think that they're, uh, that they're being held responsible, how can that be done? And I think that or one of the ways improved, or what, what would you recommend? To... Sure, sure. I think that there's two. I think there's two steps uh, that I think are really important. Number one would be if they would just stop enforcing bad laws. I think that'd be a big step in the right direction because, like, enforcing the war on drugs gives them lots of opportunities to be corrupt, like take people's money and drugs and sell it and things like that. And and so there's lots of reasons why, uh, because of prohibition, that we're we're seeing more. Re- corrupt. Are you really serious? Oh, of are course. You, or are you just are you just saying that for more listenership, or are you actually you no, actually no. believe what you're saying? No, if you care about people, if you care <laughs> about that hum- is pretty funny. Why is that funny? If you care about human beings, well, because, you should you should want to end well, prohibition. 
Well, let me just let me just explain why I think it's funny. Do you, you really think that the, the that the police officers are out there writing these laws? I mean, they're mandated to. Oh. To, well, so- Uphold those laws. No, no, they're mandated. They're no, they're not. The, the, the suggestion, that's always the suggestion, but they're not mandated to uphold the laws. It's it's against the law in New Hampshire to pee while looking upwards on Sunday. It's against the law to put uh, to something, be, something besides uh, milk in a milk container. It's against the law to play sports on Sunday. Um, in, in less, you know, it's all kinds of silly stuff out there. The cops aren't going around and enforcing those laws. No, I don't, they don't go around and bust Little League games that are happening on Sundays because they don't have to enforce the law, so it's nonsense. <laughs> What you, say. you think would be more important for them to enforce uh, laws that re- are regarding people. You're just hurting suggesting they're using discretion there. You're suggesting that they put that they decide on their own which one's more important, which one's less important. They but do. you were saying previously yeah, oh, that they're like some absolutely. kind of that's law we, enforcement. That's why we pay them to uh, wear the uniform. No, we we <laughs> I, I I don't know why we pay them to wear the uniform. I pay them to wear the uniform to keep people who hurt people and people who steal uh, things from people away from us. That's what I pay them right, for. Right. That's that's what I, I'd like. And I agree. To, okay, I so, agree. So then we can agree that that's what they should be doing. Unfortunately, right. they're busying themselves with other people. Speeding who, tickets and pot smokers. Who are other people who have not harmed others. So so stopping aggressing against peaceful people would be a big step in the right direction to reduce uh, the the rebel co- or the, uh, the, the 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 bad cops that sort of thing. But rogue. to make them the rogue cops, uh, but to to hold them truly responsible, then their so-called customers that they're supposedly serving should be able to withdraw their funds. And take them over to a competitor. And that's where things get uh, a little bit more difficult to kind of bring into play because the government is a monopoly and it is a monopoly on violence. And monopolies, as we know, do not do a very good job at anything and they certainly don't care about customer service. So as it turns out, when these bad cops do bad things, they don't really get much more than a slap on a hand. And that's if they got caught on video red handed doing what it was that they did. Otherwise, the thin blue line closes around its ranks and protects its own. We see this Again and again and again, and of course, people are continually forced to pay uh, for the misdeeds of these uh, of these dirty cops. Time and time again, they're forced by the threat of the cops coming and stealing their home. In that, if I don't pay property tax, then they're going to kick me out of my own home, kick my family and I out of uh, out of our own home. So, making it so that we had a marketplace in protection uh, where people could, for instance decide to not pay for these services if they don't think they're very valuable without having their homes stolen from them would go a long way toward helping these police become more responsible for their actions and more accountable so, so for what guys, they do. You guys have, so in other words, you, you've seen a pretty good track record of people getting hauled out of their homes by police officers because they're not paying their taxes. Oh, no, I mean, most people will pay the tax. Examples, guys. No, no, I mean, most God, people, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> most people, ha, ha, oh, no, no most people will pay I the taxes. Tony, because they're afraid of being thrown out of their homes. Do you understand that? It's a big investment, and I wouldn't I want to lose it. I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And, and in large part, I agree with a lot of the comments about the government being a minority, or excuse me, a majority, uh, and monopoly. we're the, uh, we're, we're the, we're the um, victims of a monopoly. But, mm-hmm. I, I, I hear- uh, but I agree with it. But when you, when you boil it down to the cops, I would say the majority of cops, and by the way, I'm not a cop. I'm just uh, a guy that has a construction company, and that's it. But uh, I'd say the majority of our, our cops out there are trying their, their darndest to, 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 you know, to in, uphold the laws that, that we give them to uphold. Well, I haven't and, given them any laws. To make an, uh, an honest dollar. You, you know, know? I, I, I by, think that by they... doing a little, 
a little extra for their community. That's I think they probably, people probably say the same thing about the DMV workers. Don't worry, the DMV workers are trying their hardest <laughs> to get things done. But they work in a bureaucracy, and nobody can make a bureaucracy work. You can't, you can't function efficiently inside of it. Now, I would like to, uh, to posit a, a, a smaller step that my partner won't, uh, won't go for. I posit getting rid of qualified immunity for police officers. They can do whatever they want to do inside the purview of their jobs, and then we, the taxpayers, have to pay for whatever mistakes they may make. I think that like they the should... Like the $4.9 million that the taxpayers are paying for the cops that shot a 92-year-old woman to death in Atlanta? That's like right. That? So um, they, these guys should be held responsible for their actions, for what they do. How do you feel about that, Tony? I think, I think a rogue cop, he or she, should be held accountable for any and all illegal actions. And in fact, I think they should be held to a higher standard. But that's never going to happen. Uh, we agree on that. Right, right. We, we agree, but it's never going to happen. You understand that, that the system isn't going to punish itself. Well, well, fellas, you know, the system that you're talking about is the only system that our country has. Indeed, yeah, it, it sucks, you, and, and it, it needs and to let's, change. Let's, let's, let's hear you offer up a better system. I just we just, are you, we are you spent 20 minutes with you. Police force? We well, said, let me just ask you, are, a contracted police force, would that be, would that be better? Yeah, anything that a customer can opt out of to say, look, I don't want to go with you guys because you guys are you know, providing okay. crappy service. Right. I'd rather go so, with your so competitor. Let's say, let's say we do that. Let's say we do that. Uh, what's going to stop Joe Schmo, who the majority of people think is a criminal, just saying, you know what, I'm going to opt out of your rules. I don't like these rules that you've put up in your, in your uh, contracted way, and uh, I'm opting out. Uh, so, therefore, you can't take me to jail and you can't hold me accountable. Well, for you, you can't Tony, opt out of natural uh, th- throughout law. History, cops, police are a relatively new phenomenon in, the, in the, uh, the, the, his, the world history. They're within, I think it's almost... Almost 100 years, a little over 100 years that the first uh, police officers existed in the uh, city of London. And they've become pervasive in the Western world. I think it's been a little longer than that, fellas, but but go ahead. Police, not sheriff. Um, Check your history. You can go go to check. I'm talking about the Bobbies in London. I think uh, it was quite a bit longer than that. It hasn't been 200, okay? Okay. All right. So um, within the last. Two centuries, police have shown up, and the reason for the advances that we've seen in the legal system isn't because we can't take care of people who commit crimes. It's because we're doing we were too quick to take care of people who are committing crimes. It's the it's the criminals that were getting treated poorly, not the victims. Uh, people have managed to protect themselves quite readily. If, uh, for instance. The uh, government didn't uh, disallow people from, say, carrying guns on themselves. I think we could probably handle crime. Well, and in a system wherein you have the police that are out there and we have like competing protection agencies, that doesn't mean that somebody gets to opt out and be able to murder people. It uh, doesn't mean anything like that. It just simply means they wouldn't be forced to pay for a police force that is out there killing people on their own or out there stealing money or out there doing, uh, doing terrible things. Right. If somebody things. harms somebody, they deserve to be punished. Period. Tony, thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. And by the way, he mentioned an honest living. Uh, I know that many cops try to do the best they possibly can, but no government bureaucrat makes an honest living. They steal money from people. Well, they don't steal. They, they accept stolen money. Okay, but the money is right. At the, the, the they base work for level, the organization that steals the money. Their money is the paychecks are being gotten, gotten through threats of violence against peaceful people. And that's not an honest living. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today. The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. So enjoy those features on us, and you'll find that they are free. Things like our archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, then you can just click and download. Front page of the site, we've got the last week. And then if you click into the archive section, you'll find a few years worth, all the way back to 2006. It's all free for you at freetalklive.com. And it's brought to you by HostGator, hostgator.freetalklive.com for all your web hosting slash domain name registration needs. Uh, Again, hostgator.freetalklive.com, bringing you our archives. Uh, We're going to continue with your phone calls here, but I do have a short story about uh, these government bureaucrats, specifically the police and the double standards. You mentioned this, Mark. And I just want to throw it out here real quick to give you an example of exactly how bad it really is. Now, imagine for a moment, Mark, that you're, uh, you're driving home to your lovely wife tonight and, uh, and you accidentally swerve off the road and hit a, a motorcyclist who is uh, two mot- motorcyclists who are just, you know, parked talking to one another on the, awful. On the side of the road. You put them, uh, one of them in the hospital and the other one you kill. Now... After that, uh, the police, of course, arrive on the scene because, well, you've done some significant damage. You've killed people. Uh, they arrive on the scene, and will they, A, let you go home, B, give you a, a, a blood alcohol test on the spot, C, or and, and B, uh, give you an uh, alcohol test and arrest you regardless of the results? What, what do you think? Or, or C, you, you tell me. Um, I will be given, uh, certainly, uh, be tested for blood alcohol level. Um, and if it is, you know, if it, I, I'm likely going to jail anyway, but I'm certainly you've going mur- to. You've killed someone. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will certainly go to jail. So, some other people might be able to go elsewhere, but they're going to have a long night. It's uh, and a lot of information is going to be taken from them. If it was an accident, it's possible you won't be going to, uh, to, to jail. Let's say you evening. test positive on the, uh, the BAC. On the alcohol, yeah. Oh, your your butt is in. It. Well, I spent. I can't tell you how much time. Uh, ten ten years in prison is how long you'd get. Are they going to let you go home without doing a test on you? Only if you're a police officer, as they did in Indianapolis. Or a politician, yes, as they did in Indianapolis, where a prosecutor has decided to drop drunken driving charges against an Indianapolis police officer accused in a crash that killed a motorist or excuse me, motor, motorcyclist because the blood test that showed the officer was drunk wasn't done properly. Hmm. You don't think that. That the that his friends in the department botched up the test so their buddy wouldn't actually get charged with the DUI later on. They would not do something like that, would they? The cops wouldn't protect their own. I mean, I must be paranoid to th- to think up something crazy like that. Well, if oh, and yeah, by the way, before they did the blood test on this cop, they let him go home for two hours. So he went home and then turned himself in uh, later when things were more convenient for him. That's when they did the blood test on him, and he he tested at a .19, more than twice the legal limit for alcohol consumption. This guy, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. This guy was uh, three sheets to the wind driving around in his uh, police cruiser. 
well, his SUV. <laughs> he crashes into two motorcyclists, is allowed to, uh, to go home, come back later, turn himself in, and uh, now they're dropping the DUI charges. Now, to be fair, he is still facing three felony charges, including one of reckless homicide, uh, but who knows what will end up happening with those. Right, but, but you can see how, the, how somebody is treated differently if they, if they have the uniform and the badge. And another, another example is police have this little bumper sticker that they'll often put on their cars. Not all of them do it, but it, it's this... It's this, this guy was on duty, by the way. Yes, I understand. Okay. But um, I'm, I'm just pointing out how it's obvious to everybody that uh, that police get different uh, police and politicians and government agents and mm-hmm. of all sorts gets uh, deference when it comes to uh, the law. You know, why do firefighters have that little uh, Maltese cross on their uh, vehicles? So they'd be known. Yeah, so they're known that they're firefighters. I, I can only assume that means that, you know, like cops will tell you that the thin blue line doesn't mean anything any, anymore because people know. Cops have this sticker, too. It's this uh, this blue, blue line, line yeah. that they put on their car. That's It's a black. It's, it's three cop, lines. But I'm, what I'm telling you is a cop will tell you that doesn't mean Why anything. do they put the sticker on their car? Because, because it doesn't say, I'm a police officer. Give me a big hug. Mm-hmm. It's a very surreptitious thing that you might not even notice if you weren't clued into it. Yeah. Why is it there? The answer is, is so other cops know that you're a cop. It's um, and but and, I bought some of those. And, and, and the angel of ago. death will pass you by, um, just like p- painting your doorway with blood. I mean, that's that was the intention, Mark. But the words kind of got sure out the about words it. gotten out, but the the stickers are still there. Sure, they are. Sure, and they may very well ask you some question in order to qualify you. I've seen cops wearing uh, one of those little bracelets, one of those rubber bracelets that you see that are kind of hip these days mm-hmm. with a thin blue line on it. Sure. They kind of adorn themselves with this gang symbol. Anyway, more coming up here with your phone calls. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Bruce, listening in Bowling Green, WKCT. Hello, Bruce. Oh, how are you? Hey, super. What's on your mind tonight? Well. I've been listening to you for a while. Not most of what you say, I agree with quite a bit, but a little, a little bit unhappy about the cops. I'll tell you one thing: I'm retired from the government. Okay, mm. I earned every penny I made in the government because I, I'm a retired military man. And, and I'll tell you what: if uh, the the government that you're right, railing against, you're 100 percent they right. They can't. They couldn't find their hind end with both hands in a flashlight. <laughs> and that, that that's why we haven't, lost, haven't uh, really won any wars since, uh, you know, the Korean War. They, they say that Afghanistan is, or Iran is the longest uh, war we've ever been in. Not true. We're still in the Korean War. Well, you never win a war. You end up killing people that uh, should not be, have died. You really should never get in, involved in the first place, ideally. Well, th- that's true. But you don't have any choice sometimes because people running the country... Right back to the uh, people in the country. If they're going to send people to kill you, you got to send people to kill them. Even though most of the people you're killing probably didn't want to have anything to do with it. In first well, right, except that no one has ever sent uh, any anyone to kill anyone over here in the last century. So or, you know, it's well, been a I long think time. you can make an argument. Uh, well, I, you, you do remember twin towers, and, and, and you're wrong. Yeah, about those weren't a mili- those, that wasn't a military Japanese. expedition. In World War II, the Japanese uh, tried to send bombs in the United States. On yeah, board. the Japanese were kind of provoked into uh, into doing that. Not that it excuses what they did, but uh, the FDR wanted to have that happen. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm oh, not well, going to take that. You're right about that. FDR was, you know, despite the fact that he's a hero to the left and to too many people on the right, he was an evil man. Mm-hmm. But back to uh, yes, sir. What, what got me going was. I heard putting down Tea Party people. Yeah. They didn't know anything about the Constitution. Well, I'll tell you what. 
what they, they want, want is a return to con- what the Constitution is supposed to stand for. Bring back All slavery. Government? No, no absolutely not. not. Part, right? The Constitution doesn't have a damn thing to do with slavery. Well, except the fact that black people are three-fifths of a man. No, that was not the Constitution. No? That was the South. Um, that was the Constitution. That's in the, con- that's in the Constitution for uh, for census purposes. It was never in the Constitution. Check that out, All Mark. Right, if you I'll would, get, please, pull it up. We'll, uh, pull up the article for you. Well, so so yeah, I've, I've got the Bill of Rights here too. So where were these Tea Party people during the Bush administration? Now Bush was uh, he? Uh, I'd say forty years ago, Bush would have made one heck of a good Democrat. So, but do you see what I'm saying? If you expect me to believe that these Tea Party people are for smaller government, where yes, were they, they when the Republicans were in charge for six years? The Republicans didn't do anything compared to what uh, uh, Obama's been doing. But the Republicans yes, they, did far did. more than uh, than Bill Clinton did. Uh, George Bush increased the size of government with the uh, complicity of the Republicans uh, by a significant, uh, a lot more than uh, Bill Clinton Unfortunately, did. Unfortunately, that's right. I'm not yeah, it is that. right. I'm so not they're not smaller not government. Republicans aren't going to save you from the big government. They never have. I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. You take control. Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. To bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features include things like our listening options, live streams, listen lines. You get them free at listen.freetalklive.com. And by the way, if you are frustrated with the lack of freedom where you live, government keeps getting bigger, doesn't it? Are you tired of the oppressive state ever intruding into your business and personal life? Well, if you knew that thousands of liberty-loving people were all moving to the same place and getting active, would you join them? I did, and you can. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. Now, Mark, I know you wanted to slip in some comments real quick here before we move on because uh, folks yeah. are waiting. Yeah, uh, we were just talked to Tony, and uh, he was thinking that the Constitution didn't say anything about. Uh, Actually, it wasn't Tony; it was someone else. It wasn't Tony. It was Bruce. Oh, my mistake. Um, it was it wasn't didn't say that uh, blacks were three fifths of uh, of people. And I just want to point that point out that's in Article One, Section Two, uh, Clause Three, where it says uh, that see a whole number a whole number of free persons shall be counted, including those bound for service for a term of years that. Include, that's basically white indentured servants. Um, they should be counted as one. Not not counting any Indians who aren't taxed and three-fifths of all other people. The all other persons are people that are owned, slaves. Um, he's right that it's not in the Constitution because it was amended out by the 14th Amendment. However, it's in the sort of original document and then amended out by the 14th Amendment. So well, right. it's, it's there and it's been amended out. Uh, secondly, I'd like to give my opinion on Tea Parties. I think that the Tea Party is this kind of uh, – it's Contract with America Part 2. I think any movement that's about liberty and freedom and more personal responsibility, less government intrusion, um, and all those things is great. Is I that think what it's the, really about? 
well, I, I think that's what it was based on. That was the idea: tax us less. Um, you know, those kind of things. You know, they they want for themselves. Yeah, but more they want freedom. to increase the military and they want to increase the yeah, border. That's, that's not wanna... what the Tea Party movement is about. That's what some of the people in it are talk about. Let's keep out them damn Mexicans or whatever it is that they're. Um, some of them will get up on the stage and talk about, and those are absolutely true. And what that and that brings me to the second part of the point. If you think the Tea Party movement's going to do really do anything in 2012 besides get some Republicans elected and we're going to have the same thing we had from 2000 to 2006 which was a growth in government and more government intrusion in our lives and uh, larger deficits and more spending, then you're just wrong. I mean, yeah. I just I, I just can't, I don't know if you're wrong, I can't believe that you could possibly be right. Yeah, there's um, no evidence for good it. Good luck, I'd love, to, I'd love to see those things happen. I want to see America, the size of government, turn around in the United States. Yeah. But it's not going to happen by no. getting, having some rallies, waving some flags, and uh, signing up at Glenn Beck's website or whatever. Afraid not. Let's continue with your calls. Uh, ladies first, Jackie, listening in El Paso uh, via cam.freetalklive.com. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind? I wanted to say something about um, what was discussed a few days ago about, you know, the whole homophobe thing and Dr. Laura yeah. and just these, these terms in general. Um, as, as you said, I'm from El Paso, which has a very high minority population, obviously. And um, I just recently graduated from the University of Texas at El Paso. And it's a state-funded school, and I, I enrolled before I became a libertarian. <laughs> and, um, you know, just you know what the university uh, system is like when it comes to politics. Everybody and their mother is a socialist. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just my opinion. Socialism is the, the the gift from God that has come to fix the problems of all racial minorities and women. At least that was kind of the way it was handled when I was there. I was there as a radio TV major, but I was I ended up in a lot of communication classes where basically that's kind of the way it was. It just they just loved socialism, sure. and I it's, it's I that way across the country. This, it's that way across the country. I've, I still don't know how this ended up in media classes, but whatever. Um, so about halfway it's pervasive. through my college, it's, it's, perva- it's pervasive throughout the uh, the, uni- uh, the, uh, the university system. These- Plus, they're stuck. You're stuck with the prof- you know the professor knows that he has you for 13 weeks or whatever, and you have to sit there and listen to the ramblings. So you know, if these I are- had somebody stuck there, I'd probably tell them about freedom too. The academics uh, that that inhabit the university system do not. Most of them do not have any experience in the real world. They uh, they don't know what it's like to uh, to get out there and actually create a product or service. They they live in this ivory uh, tower of academia, and so they they don't even understand what uh, the marketplace is. And so that's why they they have these fantasies about socialism that they, they just uh, they you know they indoctrinate kids with. Socialism's all about smart people telling dumb people what to do. Um, at least that's the way the smart people see it, and they all consider themselves to be smart. So yeah, of course uh, the smart people are going to say we know better how dumb people should live their lives. Right. And I was in a very unique position where I kind of could question the professors without getting in trouble because I worked in the university's IT department fixing computers. So they all always wanted me on their good side. So I could relatively fight back and not get in trouble as far as the professors are concerned. The students were another thing. But I often did challenge these people. And then I later found out down the road that, um, unfortunately, if you don't subscribe to these socialistic points of view, honestly, you are, and I've been called this to my face, you are a racist. Out because these people have decided for all of us that socialism is what's best. And if you disagree with this, 
you disagree what's best for Mexican-Americans and women and racial minorities, hence you are racist. And I'm, ha- I'm half Mexican myself. My mother's racist. I live in this community. I see how poor everybody is, and I realize how rare it is, you know, for someone to even have a college degree. But I think just because I believe in a free market and liberty, I think it's really unfair to be labeled a socialist. And that's kind of what, um, going back to Dr. Laura, um, I have seen how petty the word racist has become and how it really has no meaning anymore. At least that's my opinion. It's lost 95% of its sting. And um, I would hate for the word homophobe to, or the idea of homophobia to become as, I guess, jaded, for, for, it, for it to be so petty and not to have a meaning. Mm-hmm. So um, I think you finally came around and said that you didn't think she was a homophobe. You just thought she was... Um, intolerant, I think would have been intolerant, a word. right. But just from somebody who, from my point of view, from someone who has been pelted with words like racist um, and even sexist, <laughs> just because I don't agree with, you know, sustaining poor people by taxing everybody, forcing it away from them with violence and then giving it to poor people. Um, you know, we need to be very careful with those kind of words. And because if they lose their meaning, I think everybody really loses. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. And I, I got nothing to say to you on that one. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. And congrats on, uh, on, on your graduation. What do you plan on doing with your, uh, with your degree? Yeah, wash dishes. Well, actually, you know what? Um, I graduated in May, and I still haven't found a job yet. Thank God I have family here. Um, I've been thinking of moving to Keene. I've been thinking of joining the Free State Project. I know a lot of my um, – one of my all-time biggest uh, libertarian role models is Glenn Jacobs, and I know that he is oh, yeah. praised – I know that he's praised you guys, and he he agrees with the Free State Project and everything. And um, he's a I, member I'm of the still, Free State. He actually owns a house up here in. Uh, in yeah, he sold it. He sold his house here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you know things things are the way they are in his life right now. He's he's, he's a member. He'll move when uh, yeah, he when, when the time comes. Yeah, I, I challenge anyone to try to force him. To. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm thinking of moving to King. God knows I'm not finding a job here. Well, this, I can tell you that there probably aren't very many media jobs available here. In well, she's got she's able to do the IT thing, so that's that's very valuable. Yeah, but definitely. There's some great resources online, by the way, freestateproject.org. They have a job section there, uh, freekeen.com in the forums. There's also a much smaller uh, job section uh, available there. And NH Jobs, by the way, Mark, is one of our sponsors right now. NH Move. Uh, excuse me, NH Move. Excuse me, there are, aren't there jobs listed on yes. there? Yes. Okay, nhmove.info, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. nhmove.info, brand new site, really sharp looking, great place to go and get some resources and uh, look forward to seeing you here in New Hampshire. Thanks for the call. That's right, Jackie. If you move up here, uh, Ian will marry you. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue. Ladies first, Beth is in Tupelo listening to WKMQ. Hey, Beth, you got to turn down your radio. Turn the radio down, baby. All right. Yeah. Treetop, turn the radio down. (laughs) Yes, sir. Hi, Beth. What's on your mind? Well, I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi. Yes, you Let are. me make it clear first. I'm a homeless person. You're homeless. Yes, sir. Huh. And the police, the city police in this city, have more sympathetic notions towards the homeless than any state or city I've been in my life. They now. have more what notions? Sympathetic. 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 All right. You want to call, do you want to talk more about that? Because we, I'll tell you what. Hang on, I want to bring you back here. We don't get homeless people calling the show too often. Last one was homeless John in uh, what was it Little Rock? Was yeah, it Arkansas so. somewhere? All right, so more coming up with homeless Beth in a moment. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control. Try to slip you in on the remaining moments of the show, which are up next. This is Free Talk Live. 
You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Talk Live. Only moments remain. We'll do our best to sneak your call in if you make it now at 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them to you for free, including things like our Shrine of Female Listeners, the archives, wiki, and more. You go, get interactive, and enjoy it on us. Uh, And by the way, if you want to help support the show, you can do that by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. As you know, when you enter through Amazon freetalklive.com. It sets a cookie on your machine that basically s- tells Amazon uh, that uh, you came through us. That essentially that, uh, that that basically that they should send us a portion of their profits. So it's the same prices. It's the same Amazon. You're just entering through our little door basically, and uh, that means that uh, you get the stuff you're looking for at great prices in dozens of categories, and you get free super saver shipping on a whole lot of their brand new items. So start your shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. We go back to the phones and the fun. Beth is with us. She's homeless in Tupelo. Beth, how are you calling us tonight? Are you uh, are you on a cell phone? Yes, sir, I am. Man, it must be nice. How do you afford a cell phone? I mean, Isn't America you, great? If you're not paying rent, I guess it's pretty easy to afford a cell phone. Is it like one of those smartphones? Do you have the, the internet? To be honest with you, sir, well, I'm homeless. Me and my husband, he's sitting right here beside me. We get out and fly, fly a sign here in Tupelo. Mm-hmm. To get food, to get, I got two dogs. You know? Dogs. <laughs> so you got dogs? Is that a Mississippi accent? Dogs? Dogs? No, it's a Kentucky. I was born and raised in Kentucky. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Gotcha. But what I was wanting to say. Where, no, where are been, y'all living? I'm sorry. I'm just curious. I mean, I, the homeless the lifestyle woods. is very interesting to me. So where are you in living? In the woods in, in front the... of a Salvation Army. Oh, okay. The Salvation Army is full and they want to take. Husband, because he's a convicted convict. Really, the Salvation yes, Army sir. is about, all about uh, helping out convicted felons. I, I, no, sir. Yeah, the he Salvation Army gave it. me a pair of socks every year for for nine years while I was in prison. I give money every year to the Salvation Army. I, I wouldn't volunteer to the Salvation Army. Um, I'm telling you that I know different. What did they? Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> so what were you calling about tonight? Well, I'll see her listen to your show. You know what? I'm living in the woods right in front of the Salvation Army. This is how I know. They will not take my husband because he is a convicted felon. But yes, that's you not told what us I'm that. Calling about. What were you calling about? The police department here in Tupelo, Mississippi, is more sympathetic to homeless people than I've seen in any state in this in the United so, States. So would you say that the homeless uh, around the country should converge on Tupelo? No, sir, I'm not saying that. Well, no, because then things will get a little more tough for you. But uh, so were you just calling to praise the local police department? Was that the point of your call? Well, no, I was listening to this other guy, you know, putting Bill Clinton down. And, yeah, there was homeless when Bill Clinton was around. But <laughs> it's, it's increased 99.9% since Man. Obama has took office. You're kidding me. How, how no, did you get those I'm numbers? Not. Computer. Looking up stuff. Wait a minute, I'm you've a, got a I computer? Can build computers. 
You, no, what? I don't, but I go to the library. Oh, man, those libraries are really good for that, huh? Hold on. So my husband wants to talk okay, to Okay, great, you. great. Let's talk to him. I love this. This is great. We don't get to talk to the homeless very often. We have other people waiting, too. I know, but don't, we don't get to talk right, to the homeless. Doing? Hey, who's this? This is, uh, my name's Brian Hancock. I happen to be, I'm her husband. Now, Brian. And I... Now, uh, how you doing? Now, Brian, good. Now, now the claim... Man, I, I love your show, and I love this, you know, thank people you. listening. Thank you, thank you. Look, would, Brian, yes, Brian, we got... Like we got people, huh? I would like people out there to understand that, you know, uh, it's getting worse and worse. What? Because I'm a construction worker, okay? Now, when gas prices shot up, the people quit buying houses, okay? And construction yeah. work cut in half. Hmm. And, you know, without without construction work, and the Mexicans is coming in, they'll work for $7 an hour. Yeah, it's competition, and, huh? It's a bitch. And I'm sitting out here, I can't buy a job, man. I can't beg a job. Well, and I don't know if I believe you. I don't know. I don't know if I believe you. How is it that the Mexicans have a place to live? How do the Brother, Mexican- I'm telling you the truth. I'm sitting here right now on a beanbag in front of two tents <laughs> with two dogs. I believe food him. Every day. I, I, my, my question is this, though. How is it that the Mexicans keep a roof over their heads by working for $7 an hour? Well, because I'm going to tell you, man, they, they, there's like five or six of them hold up together in one house. Why don't you try that? You can find another couple and, uh, and, and get an apartment together. Well, that would be a good idea, you don't understand, but there's not too many white folks together like that. Well, that's their problem, isn't it? Well, that is maybe maybe those white folks should get over it. They should get over their issues. And we have taxes to pay. They don't. What? Yeah. Uh, That's nonsense. They get their two. They get their first two years tax free. So Uh, their their taxes ain't cut out. It's not true. Uh, Immigrants do pay taxes. I'm sorry. I've been in construction business all my life, man. I'm telling you what tax is right now. Yeah. You can't even go anywhere. Even McDonald's ain't hiring. I tell you what, man, it's got to be tough out there, and I thank you for the call. Good luck. I can tell you that people, I think that people complain about not being able to get a job aren't trying hard enough. That's just how I feel about it. And maybe it's true. Maybe in Tupelo, Mississippi, there's no jobs available, but mm, I can see why somebody who's, uh, say, getting $1,700 a month or something like that um, in unemployment insurance decides not to get a job that might pay them $1,700 a month. I mean, I can see why you would want to take that money and then um, you know have the opportunity to look for a job and, and that kind of thing. I can, I can see why they would choose not to have a job. But I, it, it does seem to me that... It, you know, <laughs> there's always room for somebody who's willing to work hard. Yeah, and go and move in. Find, look, tell, I'm telling you, if there are people that are having a tough time, they're going to be more open to moving in with another couple into an apartment. It just the idea that white folk won't do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I was uh, cold and living outdoors, I wouldn't want to be, uh, you know, I, I would do whatever it took. I'd move in with, with uh, six other people if it, if it was necessary. Whatever it took. Anyway. 800 I guess it's not that cold in Tupelo. You know, um, I, I may sound like some kind of rich radio talk show host that uh, has it so good and can just talk about how uh, things are, but it's just not true. I mean, I drive a 1991 Dodge Shadow with peeling paint. Uh, yeah, I, I don't make a whole bunch of money. It's it's not what you make. It's what it's it's not what you make. It's what you spend. Let's talk to Scott listening to KGOE on the West Coast in Eureka. Hello, Scott. Oh, yeah. Hey, good evening. Hey, what's on your mind? How's tonight? your dig going? Super. What's on your mind? Oh, well, um, it's kind of got past that conversation. Well, I had a question. Oh, one, I prefer residentially challenged. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, two, I heard that in California that if one refuses to take a breathalyzer, they can forcefully hold you down and draw your blood. 
And wow. I was just wondering, did you know, is that true? It sounds scary and it sounds believable, but I can't say I know for sure on on that. I don't know what all oh. the laws are. Heck, I don't know what the laws are here in Keene, New Hampshire. So <laughs> how would I know what's going on out there in California? Well, yeah, it's just I thought that was kind of invasive. And you guys you better believe you know, that's invasive. Into- yeah. And <laughs> the idea that uh, the, the police officer should be uh, double teaming as a phlebotanist uh, seems crazy to me. In, in fact, there were some news stories. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a news story out of Utah that Utah was training its highway patrol officers on uh, on phlebotomy, where they were drawing blood, literally, uh, from people on the side of the road, which I think is a really scary idea. So if it's happening in California, I don't know, but it's certainly a possibility. It's realistic because it is happening elsewhere. Oh, they are doing it elsewhere? Anyway, that was why I called. I Thanks, just got Scott. A question. I appreciate hearing I, from you tonight. I, Let's... I just I heard it, and I'm going, oh, you got to be. <laughs> it's it's believable. Thank you for the call tonight. Let's talk to Lennon, listening in Ontario. You're on Free Talk Live. Lennon. Yeah, I was going to my case. Hey, what's on your mind? We're short on time. Go ahead. I want to probably segue this for Monday, but I want to explore uh, your uh, concept of a volunteer society and how crime and punishment takes place if you are against coercion of any sort. I mean, oh, well, how do you really get a criminal to make well, reparations with a victim it's an excellent, if they're not excellent going question. to volunteer? Yeah, it's an excellent question. I think that... Uh, <laughs> That in that in that case, uh, if somebody has actually used ha- a force to harm another person, then they don't have the the same rights as uh, as most people at uh, at that point. And I wouldn't be opposed to you know forceful, forcibly bringing someone like that to justice. Except the difference between what happens today and what would happen in a voluntary society would be that if the the uh, protection agency or whatever b- bounty hunter brings that bad guy to justice got the wrong guy, then they would be held responsible for it in a major way it would damage their reputation significantly they would be hard pressed to find an insurer in the future to insure their actions and so therefore the uh, those those enforcers and those protection agencies would have to really cross their t's and dots their dot their eyes to make sure they get the right people that what i'd recommend though if you want to talk further we can talk on monday but uh what i'd recommend is you visit book.freekeen.com and you will find there the market for liberty and also Complete Liberty, which are two great books that will help you understand how the marketplace can handle these services, and they're very, very good. And they're free at book.freekeen.com. Thanks for the call. Let's go quickly to Don in Pennsylvania. Don, you got the last 20 seconds or so. What's on your mind? Yeah, Ian. Uh, how you doing? Hey, good. Uh, go quick. Look, everyone keeps asking you about the car and being DUIs and all that. If you could uh, cohort or email this man, he will give you a book for free that tells you everything. What man? About, get it out there. Everything uh, about what? ELI seven three one one at AOL dot com. ELI seven three one one at AOL dot com. A magic book. And Don, you can tell us more about it next week if you call in then. Thanks for the call tonight. It's been Ian with you. And Mark. Hey, have a great rest of your weekend. Don't forget our live Sunday internet only edition is tomorrow night uh, online at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. See ya. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com. 